That was the work, bro. I know, I know. Remember. Oh, we live, we live, we live. What y'all doing? Welcome to the podcast. It's part of my bullshit. It's me, Gichi Luciano. Across from me, we got Remy Hendrix. To my left, we got the truth, man. All right, man. What's going on? How y'all been? You know me, man. Every day, do say, man. Chilling. <laughs> you know me, I'm just just vibing. Nothing, nothing serious. You know, it's the weekend. Oh, Had a good time this past weekend, and. uh not really looking forward to going into tomorrow, but you know, tomorrow at the work. Blessings, some blessings, good, blessings. Got some good vibes that's coming through. Happy so. Sunday, everybody. Yeah, you know? Same here. If you hear some uh, some sipping and some cup slamming, because we treating our livers the right way. So <laughs> we got do say in a cup all around. I like my liquor like I like my women, dog. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, man. We, you know, us three came together. We, we were sitting around at the hookah joint one day and we was like, man, let's start a podcast. So that's pretty much Why what we're going to do here. You know what I'm saying we're going we live. We're going to talk our shit. We're going to spit some shit. We live and be live. So um, straight like that. Yeah, like that. Introduce the shots, dude. Yeah. So um, earlier today we were having a discussion about ESPN. They had a sort of like a what reminded us of like a slave auction, but instead yeah, of slaves, they had like a little fantasy football, you know, uh, pick'em type of style joint and. Looking at it, it had a group of white people in a crowd, and you had a guy that was actually running the actual auction. White men, white men in the crowd. A white, well, white men in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And they had a guy on stage, you know, running the auction with a little pamphlet with Odom Beckham uh, Jr.'s face on the pamphlet, and then he was just running it like auction style. And so I'm bringing this up because I wanted to delve more into that particular conversation to get you guys' opinions and so we can share with you know podcast family on that. So what do y'all think about that? What does that remind you of when you see that? Are we taking this a little bit too far? You know, are we being a little bit sensitive, or is it something more than that? I mean, I don't think so. At the end of the day, it's just a reflection of real life. And you, you watch sports, and those athletes are what they are. They're pawns on pieces. These white men are getting paid millions and billions of dollars. Watch other black people go out there and damn near kill ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna see all the statistics on CTE and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of reminds me of the conversation that we had when we met way back and we were talking about how, at the end of the day, all this stuff is kind of like slavery. All three of us work for you know, a pretty good company, getting paid well, but it's just a small piece of the pie. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? So, what, what's the difference? That, that's just how they view us in real life. Ain't no different. That's real, man. I mean, for me, man, it's. You, you you mentioned like hey, are we taking it too deep? Nah, I mean I'm black, so it's like mm-hmm. you can never take it too deep. You know, if, if I think about it, then it, it's it's relevant, it, it's real, it, it's not too deep. I mean, we were just talking about you know any mini money mo, you know catch a nigga by the toe like that's <laughs> that that in itself. It Get just, the background behind why we were saying that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. Um, I actually I was listening to a comedy stand up on the uh, Foxhole, the, the uh, Foxhole uh, series satellite radio channel, and uh, Paul Mooney was, was talking about, hey, y'all ain't slick, you know, just any mini mini mo catch a tiger by the toe, y'all just change the word, and then you know you go you think about it, and you go deeper. We just saying these things. That's what people t- teach us as we're younger. But like you know, picnic, you know, even if it didn't mean you know, pick a nigga, like stuff like that is just. Social engineering. Exactly. Yeah, that's what, you know what I mean. Yeah. What's crazy to me is 
how come nobody at ESPN noticed that? You know what I mean? Like that that's a reflection of their company. Obviously they don't have black people in the in the offices making the real decisions. Because somebody would have stopped that. Somebody had to. There's no way that they thought that would, that looked good. You know what? You know what? That you real you're you're real in that because like like I said, we 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 all three real guys, but like at the end of the day, like you gotta think about the regular workplace too. When your boss is talking, a lot of people don't have the balls to just stand up and be like, look. I don't think this is correct, even when you know it's it's right. You know what I mean? Especially when you see that they had that big layoff. Like, they were letting people That's go true. left and right. That's so, fair, yeah. who knows? Like, the individuals can be a little shook around there. They could be walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. So, it could be a high-level director, uh, communications director that wanted mm-hmm. to go that route. Yeah. And it sounded good. When you look at the crowd and look like you look at who that crowd represented, all white men. It, it represents America for real because we yeah. still what 14 percent of the U.S. Yeah, about thirteen. So in reality, you know, all them all them white dudes sitting in that crowd. Yeah, yeah. The decision makers. Yeah. When you yeah. look at when yeah. you look at all the NFL owners, do we have any black no. NFL owners? Not in the football. Right, and you got to think about who to speak up. I mean, you know, I I know you know one of my my close relatives like he um there's a women's football federation basically, and uh, I think. Uh, Get the guy who used to play for the Steelers, but he owns a, a women's team. Like you got, mm-hmm. you got to think about that. Like he, he's a black guy, yeah, but like that, that's just a, a women's football federation. Most people don't even know about that. I didn't know that exactly. So you know, we they they actually play in Baltimore down at the Dunbar High School. But like when you get into the big boy play, you know, you know NFL, you know e- even European soccer leagues and and Spanish soccer leagues and, and stuff that makes you real money. <laughs> it's not a lot of brothers in charge, and at the end of the day. To be honest, like like you see it saw in the ESPN joint, the decision makers, like you said, are those those white guys, those white men. It's it's like a gift and a curse for me because I look at it and I'm like, damn. At the end of the day, like they have the, the the confidence, they have the power, they have the will to make the decision. But like when you look at it socially, as a black man, I gotta play defense every day. I, I can't I can't just go you know pushing a police officer. Nah. <laughs> at, at a white supremacist rally no. and, 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 and be cool. But if I'm in Baltimore and I'm rioting, you know, they're going to call me a thug. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to throw tear gas at me. You know, they're going to point guns at me. They're they going to lock people up. I mean, you know, sons, daughters, yeah, whoever. Yeah. You can be 13 years old and they'll look at you like you're, you're a, you know, a serial killer criminal. You know, and, and even a mayor will come out and be like, we're not going to let. They, they spoke out about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, when certain events happen, like what happened in Charlottesville, everybody was quiet. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, even certain companies that usually speak out about events like that, they they were relatively quiet, and then they'll very they'll, slow because mm, even even us, exactly. I know y'all seen that email. It came yeah. around real slow. They, you know, yeah, real slow. It, it was like what a week afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it came out real slow. And you know, I was just thinking the other day, if that was you or your sister, my mom. Somebody look like us that got knocked down. Would all these all these statues and all this kind of stuff now be going on? Did it take a white woman to fight to die? Rest in peace, God bless her. But did it take a white woman to die at the hands of white supremacy for them to be like, oh shit, this is real? Because you could think we've died. <laughs> they've been killing us for hundreds of years. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? But now that a white woman has finally died, now everybody's like, damn, we gotta do something. We can't let we. You know, at the end of the day, white people's job is to protect whiteness. Yes, and at, you know if whiteness dies at the hands of whites on national TV like that, now everybody's like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta make moves. We gotta come to action." Yeah, she goes down you know as saying? a martyr yeah. as well. She goes down as a martyr. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like I said, it's a gift and a curse, right? Because like, you know, the the, the curse is is that as a black man, I, I do say hit by the way. I know, most definitely. But as a black man, you look at that and you're like, man, like you you have to you have to be frustrated. Yeah. You know, you you they want you to respond in that negative that that boisterous that aggressive way because that's what they expect. That's what they're prepared for. And and if you give it to them. They can they can basically defeat you if they prepare well, but at, also on the flip side, it's a gift, right? Because you know we shared the videos of the white people posting videos of yo, this is white privilege, letting other people know. Those, there are those people out there who know, yeah, you know what I mean? Those, those those white people that was like they're they're educated, they're knowledgeable, and and they don't see the color, you know. And, and well, it, that's what it's gonna take, though. We need yeah. the, we, good white people. <laughs> Need to stand up and say, "Yo, that's not me. I ain't with that. I'm not about that." Good. Separate me from that. Good white people have to stand up and say they're not. Yeah. They're not down with that. We've been saying it for years on years and years, and we're getting no traction. But now, good white people are saying, "Oh shit!" I think you gotta extend it. I mean, yeah. you just got you gotta say good people in general, cause like, go, yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying, but then, yeah, you know, we talk about then, power, yeah, yeah, yeah you people, are yeah, talking about power. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Good white people, yeah. Asian people, Hispanic yeah. people. If this is not how you feel, you have to speak on it. You have to. You got to get the ball rolling. They, yeah. Our voices clearly aren't powerful enough. We have to get the other people behind us as well. You know what I mean? Like, you have to make people uncomfortable, in my opinion. Yes, that's it. people that a lot of people don't like. Especially, you know, our Caucasian counterparts. <laughs> they, when they see something, like you said, their job is they may not agree with what's going on, yeah. but they don't like ruffling the feathers. Right. They don't like, you know, mm, the stirring the boat. They you know, they don't ostracize against right. they, when they own people. Exactly, because you, you realize any change that they fight for is actually taking food away from their mouths. That's how they feel. It's, it's, it's taking away this power, this, power, this particular yeah. privilege that they were born with. Yeah. So, when we we we're asking them to speak out, we must you know realize that that's what it is. So I I believe we do need to come up with some type of particular strategy yeah. of getting some way to make them feel uncomfortable enough with being comfortable to speak out against yeah. what's going on. Because with I agree with you, without their their voice, without them stepping up and saying like look you know enough is enough, without getting more of them involved in that manner, then. I mean, it's it's almost a mute point. It's like there's not going to be, you know, too much change and, you know, no change in direction. Uh, we're going to continue seeing the same thing. It's know? like what Charlamagne said on his podcast. He was like, you know, good white people need to stand up and say, yo, them cracker ass crackers mm-hmm. is not me. Mm-hmm. We are two different people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to. let They over there and I'm over here and just know y'all have an ally in me. All the white allies, Hispanic allies, everybody, man, we all got to come together. Because at the end of the day, white supremacy it's coming at everybody's neck. You know what I mean? It ain't yeah. just, you know, it ain't yeah. just, and the wild part is, you know, I was listening to watching that, 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 um, that vice documentary and it was just like trailer trash, dirty mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel. Which, which documentary? Was the vice that? joint, the vice joint. Um, it's like race, race and something, but it was basically a documentary on Charlottesville incident. Okay. And man, the people that was out there, y'all seen the pictures of people out there. They're mm-hmm. like bottom barrel ass, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People. And, you know, they were talking about like Trump and loving Trump and all this kind of stuff. Yo, Trump would never let them on in his hotel. Trump wouldn't go play around the golf with these people. You know what I'm saying? But That's they so backing it so strong. Like Trump ain't y'all. He not for y'all either. He not for y'all either. But he used them to get in the position that he's in because he knew how to play off of them. Because he probably he feels that way at the end of the day. But well, obviously, and then he was very, very, very slow and quick. 
I mean, very slow to respond to mm-hmm. the situation at hand because they claim he wanted to gather all the facts before yeah, he facts, spoke up. Facts these, dog. Exactly. We say what it was. Yeah, we say what it was. We say what it was. So for, for him to come out, the end of the, we, we, you can tell that the reason why he, he was slow to respond is because anything that he says would be speaking you know, against his core. On it. His core. So he don't want to, you know, ruffle those feathers, you know, because he knows now he's in office. You know, sometimes I go back and forth about this. Maybe he's thinking about reelection. Maybe he does, you know, want to be reelected. So he's going to need that core. You think he's going to finish the four years? Me personally, no. You know, I don't, I I thought it was more so like a marketing thing. But at the end of the day, I've seen crazier things in my life. That's a fact, yeah. So. If I can chime in on that, like, I mean, to your question, you think you're going to finish four years? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We only had one black president, one non white caucasian male president one you know we've had worse believe it or not we've had worse presidents than donald trump we've had andrew jackson you know you you think about i mean i don't know if i'm historically correct here but <laughs> hey by the way we don't we don't believe in facts here yeah <laughs> we don't, we don't know, believe I, in facts. I, I mean you know i just try to speak my truth yeah, and, and, uh-huh. and, and y'all gonna feel it but <laughs> let's hear it Come hey on. you know you, you you think about the trail of tears i mean mm-hmm. yeah the the forced removal of a group of people from their land, like somebody coming up to your house saying, "Bro, it's mine now." Like you gonna you gonna fight if you can't fight now. Now you look like a bitch. You you just you just out here. So can you imagine that? You imagine a nigga kicking in your door, real rap. He said, "Hey, oh, by the way, you out. <laughs> it's mine. Bye." Real rap. Like that's yeah. you, you, Well, you, you realize yeah. they they also use other types of methods. They use contracts. Trickery. Yeah, exactly. Trade. It was, yeah. all, it was disease, all kinds of disease. Everything. Yeah. It was all kinds yeah. of stuff. Crazy. Um, to people marching, bro. Yeah, to get mm. people up out of the yeah. the desired land or desirable. Yeah. Land. So I mean, it's crazy, man. We live in a crazy world, I, man. It's it's it's, it's funny though, because because y'all y'all mentioned earlier, we gotta get everybody on the same page, man. I, I just the challenge is, is is for black people in general. Like we gotta get on the same page. Everybody. It, it it's it goes back generations and centuries. You know, you got the house, you got the field, right? You know, you got two types of people. You got two types of black people, right? You got the people who work hard to get into the house, and then you got people who work hard to get freedom, right? So you you go back to your conversation earlier about being safe and being comfortable. Like you really gotta make yourself uncomfortable because if you're working hard to be in the house, yeah, you can be safer than those out in the field. But at the same time, like. Are you truly safe? You're truly safe. You know what I mean? You can still get whipped. You can yeah. still get punished. But then, like, the greater risk, right, is, is you working to be free. You running, you know, without giving a fuck about if they're going to catch you or not. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know if they're going to catch you, they're going to whip you. You, you, Regardless. But the thing is, it's like, all right, even if I'm in the house, I can still get whipped. But if I fight for freedom, you know, and I get there, that's no longer an option. It's called high risk. High, high risk, high, high reward. That, that's how that's how we do it. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's how you have to do it, though. And it's like even now, as as black people, you know, I I had a couple conversations with a couple of, of, of black women, and they tell me, you know, uh, some of the strongest, um, um, I guess, adversity that they've come across is from other black women oh, yeah. who, are, oh, who yeah. are higher than them. Oh yeah, we see that all the time. And, I hear them stories. And yeah. that's that's crazy, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Cause you, you think, 
you know, you think about Jewish people, you think about Caucasian people, they work together. They're like, yo, come on in, you know, I'll I'll help you get promoted. Yeah. I'll, but then you got one black woman who's a manager or who's higher up than another black woman. She's she's giving her the hardest work, grinding on her the hardest, yeah. treating her like she ain't shit. And I'm like, hold on now. You know, why do we treat each other like that? I, I think it goes back, man. It's deep. It's yeah, I, I, there's a lot. I, I personally think that connects to or it's it connects to post-traumatic slavery syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are still dealing with the after effects of that. Um, they even have studies that show that that's actually encoded in our DNA. Mm. Um, Bro, you want to be the token. <laughs> you know, Real so. Real that, That's Yeah. You want to be the token. That's the way to put it. So, um, and I. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot to go that goes into that particular conversation. Absolutely, but I, I do think a lot of people they are uncomfortable with. In those particular situations, you have certain individuals that are uncomfortable and they see that other individual as a uh, threat. That's right. Yeah. Instead of looking at them as a potential ally, you have somebody else with you who you can groom. They'll look at it more so like, "Oh, this person's coming to take my my spot." So it's sad and unfortunate. You know, but I think that stuff like that goes back deeper. Hey, absolutely. It goes back deeper. Somebody's coming to take my particular spot. It's like this we only have one room on the ship for the token. Yeah. And and, and that's and that's so. that's the curse of it all, right? So it's like at the end of the day, you know, it, I kinda I break down this analogy all, all the time. Like you think about getting bullied, right? You got a bully who's comfortable with bullying you, right? And they only know that that that's that's all they know to do is to bully you, but they don't know it's a problem until you actually say something to them. If you just allow a bully to keep slapping you on your head, and you know, say nothing to them, then they're gonna keep doing it. Who's you know what I mean? You have fault. A, 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 exactly. But then once you start saying something to them, now it places the blame and the fault on them because now you've already spoken about how this negatively affects your life yeah. and how you don't want it to happen. We have to continue. On all fronts, everybody. People don't have to be scared. People shouldn't be scared. Everybody has to continue to just say, like, I don't want to be treated like this. It's as simple as but that. And just to play devil's advocate, in that particular situation, in some of these stories that you've heard in corporate America, mm. and you have, um, you may have a, like I said, a, a, an older woman that's achieve a certain level of status in mm-hmm. the company. And there's a younger woman that's there. And this is interchangeable. The same thing happens with, you know, men as yeah. well. Absolutely. However, you know, how do you go about that particular situation? You have, I mean, you obviously you want to speak up, but if you think about it, they're scared about making a bad impression on that individual because they look at the individual like the person has, they have power. Yeah, They can, you know, make my life a living hell here at work. I got bills to pay. I got student loans to pay back. You know, so it's like, how do you address the, what is the right way or what is what is the best method in, in addressing a situation like that? I don't know what the best method is approaching, but my biggest thing is one of my biggest pet peeves is obviously we have to work two times, three times, four times as hard as the next man, right? Being people of color. But if I grind and I get myself into a position where I can help a young brother or a young sister out and say, you know what, maybe you don't have to work four times as hard. I can maybe give you a little little bump and get you up. Mm-hmm. Why Why wouldn't I want to do that? How does that hurt me? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you come across older people, that's the mentality I see they have. I had to bust my ass. So now you're going to have to do the same exact thing. I'm not going to help you out because you need to you need to deal with what I had to deal it's with. It's like a hazing mentality. It's a hazing mentality, yeah. man. Hazing mentality. But white folks, they don't do that. Little Johnny, if his uncle worked for 
You know what I'm saying? Microsoft and, and he can pull they him not, up. They're not even qualified. Not even qualified. But guess what he's going to do? He's going to walk him up there. He's going to get him up there. Mm-hmm. We're going to get him up there. From college to management pipeline. Huh? Man, easy. <laughs> easy. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, we take that approach with everything. And that's like you were talking about earlier, coming together. You know I'm saying? You look at a lot of these businesses. Yeah, I may not have $100,000, but you might got twenty. You might got fifteen. And my homegirl down the street might have five. My boy might have two. Let's put it all together. We, I, I think, I mean, just me personally, you know, thinking about like what it means to be a black man. You, you want to feel like you're worth something. I mean, you go through your whole life playing defense, right? You know, you you walk outside. You you have to notice, like, all right, what you're wearing. You know, you you have to you have to recognize how you look. You have to recognize who you're talking to, who's around you, stuff like that. Because you even taught like. You know, I, I grew up in Baltimore. Like, you know, when you walk outside, you look presentable. Look presentable. You yeah. know, don't make yourself a target. Don't make yourself a moving target for, for nobody. Yep. For, for anybody. For them or for us. For, exactly. You yep. know what I mean? Like, e- even when I go to D.C., hey, yo, don't leave anything locked in your car that can be seen. You know, put put your stuff in the glove compartment. Put your stuff in the trunk. And it's like, we we always want to prove ourselves, not even to other people, mostly to ourselves, because. As a man, you know, you've been so dehumanized for so long. You've been trained to be like this for so long. You, you want you want to recapture that strength, that confidence yeah. that you think has been stripped from you. When in reality, like, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I'm 26. So it's like, you know, I just came across being, being like a grown man. And it's like, you have to be confident in yeah. yourself. Nobody else's opinions matter. It, it, it doesn't even matter... Like, to be honest, your parents' opinion don't even matter. You know, the people closest to you don't even matter. Only, your life. The only opinion that matters is when you look in the mirror. Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with yourself? So this okay. So let me let me ask a question off of that. Do you think a lot of our goals is is to get into their space? We feel accomplished when we get into that space, that space of whiteness. When they accept us, absolutely, their circle. Absolutely, I do agree. So that, I think that's a general consensus because, like, if you think about it, right, like, when we talk in our slang, if we say, yo, people say talk proper. What the fuck that mean? What, what the fuck does talking proper mean? Yeah. You, you got to think, like, success, you know, achievement, most of that stuff is synonymous with white people. With whiteness. With yes. whiteness, Caucasian reality. I, I don't even know what that means. It's a made up thing. That's the thing. It's made up. It's it's it's, it's literally made. Just made to be up. honest, for me, like, it's made just like fear. Like, they, they try to... Make us fear dumb shit, you know. And, and well, there, there's a lot of tactics at hand that at, that were yeah. that were strategically put in place Absolutely. and strategically targeted at us to bring out those these particular actions. Absolutely, they they they, they have. Well, I would say propaganda. The, the the powers that be have studied us since they brought us over here. So and they have controlled our education as far as. The books we read, yo, what we're yo, exposed that, to. Yo, let, so you, get, that's a whole so other like, story. You're a so, smart man. So I'm saying when, when we when we're, we were discussing this, and you have to realize that. So they know us. So it's more so. Some people say they know us better than we know ourselves, uh-huh. which, is, it's, it's, which is crazy. But you know, they they know us. So it's kind of like because they trained us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I even I mean, you know, my parents are very religious and very spiritual, and and like you know, I I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm Christian. You know, and, and all that, but you know, even sometimes now, 
you know, in if you go deeper into that, like reading books and stuff, you know, the 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 most widely accepted book that's been purchased throughout history is the Bible, yeah. right? Who wrote the Bible? My people. Think about that. Well, right? Who, right? Who who translated the Bible, right? Yeah. So so you know, Johann Gutenberg creating the, the the printing press, and then you got all these different denominations and, and all these different interpretations and translations of the Bible. You gotta think about at one point. You know, in American history, the slave owners justified slavery by using the Bible. Hundred percent. So, hundred <laughs> percent. Using it out of context. Yeah, yeah, as well. Let's yeah. That no, 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 but they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they used yeah, it. Exactly. They did use something, and they they took some exactly. a verse, took a few verses, and they twisted made it, it made it fit and, how they wanted and it. And made it, you know, exactly. So, just like to do everything else. So what's rea- So what's reality at that point? You know what I mean? Like, like what is what is truly reality? Yeah. You know what what is truly real to us? I mean, when you read something, you know you, you want to take it as fact, especially if you like it. A lot of people say they like books because you know they they like what's being talked about, or they like a certain character, or they like a certain scene or situation. But at the same time, it's like you do your research on the author. You know, do do you understand their bias? Because every every written work has a bias. That's you true. Know? I mean, it's that's, that's just facts. Even Malcolm X, autobiography of Malcolm X, like oh, my favorite book, man. Right, but 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 it, it, it still has a about four years old. Right, yeah. but it, but it still has a bias to it. You get what I'm saying? So it, so it's like I'm telling his story how he wanted to be told. Exactly, you know what I mean? exactly, and yeah. and it and it's it's supposed he knew what he was doing. He's genius, and he wants to to bring out some type of emotion in you to create that action, just yeah. like we talk about now. Like you just gotta be about that action. Yeah. You can't just be sitting around talking. It's funny because, you know, you had mentioned earlier about us coming together. And one of the topics that I wanted to bring up was us not supporting ourselves. You know, they, they put out, um, like I told you all last week, they put out on 2K18, that big baller brand. Yes. was going to yes. make it to 2K18. That's live. Listen, I don't even like LeVar like that, but I like what he's doing. He <laughs> goes about it crazy. I love it, bro. He goes about it crazy, but I love what he's doing. A powerful black man who raised black sons, black ass sons at that. And he's like, yo, fuck Nike. I don't need fuck them. Adidas. Fuck Adidas. Fuck Anama. The <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck Reebok. Niggas is throwing money at him. Throwing money. I don't need it. Well, at first they was like they felt like he was too cocky, and then they're sitting but, back and out well, looking let's, at let's, him. Let's dissect that. Let's dissect that. Yeah. They don't like loud, confident, boisterous they black like men. Put us in our place. They will put us in our place. They like to, for us to stay. Can I say, like, you can don't, say something? Nigga, don't be too loud. Can I, can, can I say something real <laughs> Go ahead. quick? And I'm gonna let you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right. The only difference between him and Trump is their is their color. Mm, All right now, mm, now back, back, at it, back at it. That's real. Back at mm. it. Pow, pow. Back yeah. at it. Well, that's a fact, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going against the grain. Create your own. Create your own. That's the only way we're gonna get ahead. Creating our own. And uh, uh, along that that same line of thoughts or topic, I would say, um, he's an interesting dude. Like seeing him and. I didn't know who he was last year. Yeah. In a matter of months, I feel like, you know, we know his like yeah. life story. Yeah. You know, he he claims he wants to be, you know, a powerful father. I see what he's doing. He's he's setting up a brand for his kids and a legacy for his kids to follow from when he leaves. And I love that and I love seeing that. Now, one on one side I I find it interesting because a lot of our people a lot of things I've been seeing on social networks, various sports groups and stuff that I'm a part of, they like to knock him. They're saying, I, I don't, he's too cocky. He should just make a deal with Nike. House in the field. You know, make a deal with Nike, accept that whatever few million that they're going to offer him and just, you know, and just play the safe money instead of, you know, gambling or yeah. or having faith in himself and what, you know, what 
having beliefs in himself and, you know, seeing what he can do with, you know, his own brain and his own mind and his own plan, his own strategy, his own marketing methods. And so when I look at that and people are saying, okay, why are we buying these $500 tennis shoes? And so a lot of our people I see have problems with LeVar Ball. My thing is this, like Jay-Z, like we were talking about earlier, Jay-Z oh. said, he, I'm, I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan, let me be honest. I, I do like, I'm, I'm more of a Nas fan, oh, okay. I'm going to keep it real. I'm the biggest However, Jay-Z fan. What's up? I, like, I like what he said. He's, you know, he bought three pairs of his shoes. Yeah. He said... He ain't get him yet. He ain't get him yet. But, but I bought him. He bought him because <laughs> yeah. he, he, he saw something. He just wanted support. Now, yeah. be it he does have... When you look at my bank account, you look at your bank accounts, you look at Jay Z's bank account. A little account, different. A little it's different. a little different. <laughs> but, <laughs> a few more but, zeros. But I still get them joys. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna let you know. I, I still get them joys. <laughs> and I guess hey, I like the nice. Man. <laughs> Not real talk. I yeah. like what I like, you know. Yeah. But but it's, it's one of those things where, um, we're looking at it from a perspective. Is a lot of people are knocking it. But at the same time, you, that's that's the way you get up. You yeah, get up. That's the way you up. get ahead, right? Everybody's, you got to make moves. It you starts gotta, slow. Yeah. It starts slow. They knock it. I remember when they put out the numbers, and then they said like a thousand people. Like he sold like a thousand pair in like the first like week or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that, and it was counting the numbers and stuff like that. Oh, have you sold any shoes? Hey, you know how hard it is to sell something, but you. Most people can't at that sell, price point. Most people can't sell bubble gum if Double Bubble gave them a bucket no, I can't. and told them to go sell go, at five cents on the street. I go on Facebook right now and say, "Yo, we got two bottles to do." Say somebody pull up. People <laughs> might slowly mm. come through. I'm giving this shit away, let alone Free. pay for something. You know what I mean? You won't even see a thousand people. A thousand people won't see your post. But we so afraid to take risks. We so conditioned to That's think it. that we not allowed to do stuff. Why would you compete with Nike? They too big. Uh, because I can't. Somebody has to. Exactly. Hey, hey, you know Some people could look at Nike and say they have an outdated business model. I was just now looking. I was yeah. just now looking at an article just two days ago. They just living off the strength. They talked about uh, shoe sales, and they, they specifically pointed out the Jordan brand. When's really? When, when, when the last time you bought something out of like the store? Exactly. And they were saying how sales are declining. Sales are declining. They said, you know, traditionally, of course, they use these athletes, LeBron, KD, mm-hmm. yeah. Steph, everybody to, you know, for they endorsement. Try, they try to make Help LeBron them, and yeah, Jordan. Yeah, make them, you know, to yeah. sales. But when you look at their financials, like I think it's down like over 20% mm-hmm. than what they thought it was going to be, over, you know, than projections. And yeah. it's just like, that's scaring them. That's freaking them out. But, but that, that's why they keep putting out new Jordans because they it, it it's that they're comfortable, right? So... They know they know people are gonna continue to buy Jordans. They just put out new colorways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the Jordans are tight, and guess what? I'm gonna support Michael Jordan to the day I die because <laughs> for real, because because he's a black man, one, and, and he's an idol. You know, you can look up to him and be even like, though, right. even though he don't really fuck with us like that. And, yo, even though even <laughs> Jordan even, don't really fuck with us like that. Don't, it, even though he don't really fuck with us like that, like yo, his attitude, his mindset, mm. he did it. Like okay. you know, he NBA. One of the greatest players ever, if not the greatest. Yeah, yeah. He got cut from his high school basketball team. Like, yeah. look, I got cut from my high school basketball team. I ain't yeah. the greatest player ever. Yeah. That's because I, I I let that shit tear me down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan got cut. Was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna become the best player ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm still stunning these hoes for real. Yeah. <laughs> did that? Yeah. And, and, he went out there and grabbed it and yeah, stunned it. Like like my my roommate was telling me today, like you know uh, you know game six when he when he made the shot over uh, Byron Russell, I Byron think Russell, it was yeah. right. 
He offensive they, foul. He pushed yeah, off on him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jordan, my man, though, but he didn't push yeah, off on yeah, him. No, no, he pushed no, off no, on him, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push yeah, off. yeah. When we play, when we playing fifty twenty one or whatever you want to call it, one on one in the streets, it, that, that's not a foul. So Dude, like, uh, yo, <laughs> what? But look, what? it's it's, it's, it's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ball, ball is ball. But but what I'm saying is, you know, he the story is he went into the huddle when they called timeout right before that, and he was daring his coach. To take him out the game. He was like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. You, hey, I dare you to take me out this game because yeah. I'm going to make that shit. If, if, think about if you had that level of confidence, dog. And everything you do. Every, every yo, it don't even matter if you fail because, like, yo, and we ain't going to talk about Jay Z too much, right? But, you know, his last album, 444, came out, yo. You know, a loss is not a loss, it's a lesson, right? It's a lesson, yeah. you, you, and you even think about the, the last song on the, on the actual album before the, the bonus tracks, like Legacy, Legacy, Legacy. Yeah. We, we was talking about that. You know, you want to build something for your children. Like, why are we so afraid to do that, though? Why are we so. Afraid you gotta to take get your risks, own. man. You gotta I get your it's, own. It's the social engineering. We're so I mean, afraid to take risks, we have bro. To, you, it, it, it goes back to, I, mean, I don't want to get too, like, you know, scholastic, but Maslow hierarchy of needs, right? Mm. One, one yeah. of the basic needs is safety, right? Yeah. So it's like, we've never been safe. For real. That's like, true. like for, for I'm, and I'll say we, like, never, meaning, like, for since we got introduced to white people yeah. and onward, we've never been safe. To the point where somebody can come up in your house and take you and take you across the world yeah. to another land, like to another country or area. Like we've never been safe. So even like my parents, your, your parents, they they teach you, yo, don't go out at this time of night. You know, watch where you're going yeah. at yeah. certain points. This is how you talk to a police officer. You know, it's crazy, <laughs> man. Like I always wondered. And when you, your parents have those conversations, you ever wonder, like, the little white boys that you went to school with, you ever think, Never. like, Never. You, you know where I'm going with this. No, nah, real have right. They, have their mom ever said, No. Hey, make sure you walk on a certain side of the street. Never. You know what I'm saying? Or make sure, or call me when you, you know, text Never. me when you get there, or no. call me when you Keep get there, man. or, you know what I'm saying? I, I, well, I, I think at, at small ages, they probably do. I mean, some, some of those things are basic but, parenting, but the way that what you're, what you're doing That increased there, as we got smart. older, though. I, yeah. I but for us, yeah, as they years, got older, it's yeah. like it, it, they, they, did, they just it wasn't, ran how they It wasn't so them. deeply rooted, I don't think. I mean, yeah. I, I got a lot of white friends. I, I, I've gone to PWIs since, yeah. oh, since uh, you know, middle school. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's something as simple as catching the bus, right? Yeah. You know, my parents tell me, yo, catch the bus, travel light. Always travel light. You never know. Don't yeah. don't travel heavy. Travel light. I know countless people, you know, based on their environment that they grew up in, never even thought about catching the bus. Mm-hmm. They even had to have that conversation. You know, it, it, it's it's like I said, we play defense, man. Uh, uh, to to go back what you were saying earlier. Mm. To go back to what you were saying earlier. Um, I believe another reason why we're so scared. Um, where a lot of us are so scared to make that jump and to just nobody likes being uncomfortable. Also, Absolutely. people fear change. You're a smart man. A lot of people, I think it's it's human nature to kind of resist change. People don't like change. If it used to, if something facts is is, is ingrained in we you, we talk facts on here. Yeah, too. and you've 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 been <laughs> you know structured in a certain way. Yeah, and all you know, you've been groomed. Like even if you didn't have like no like no mentors, but you see this joke over here who. Is a corporate leader, mm-hmm. and okay, he went to college. He got his MBA, or he got his CPA, or he did this, and this, this is this is what was sold to us as far as how we consider being successful. This is what we, this is what success looks like. Yeah, a lot of us were looking in the streets. 
you see this success, but if you have any brains, you realize you don't want to go that route. So I'll say, what else is there? Not, I'm well, not six five. I can't, you know, yeah. I can't do what Jordan's doing. So and I'm not a rapper. I got bars. But I'm not a rapper. Let, you know let him go, dog. Yeah, yeah, got, talk got, that shit. Doing that mic, y'all. At the end of the show, I might, I might let, show y'all something. Let so, the now, bars <laughs> off, bro. However, mm. you know, like, so we only have so many different choices. So, mm. like, we, like you said, go back to safety. But I think it's again, it's more so like uncomfortable, and it's more so fear and change. Nobody. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you. And I was gonna say that, like what you said, that safety. Is follow is modeled after whiteness, right? Absolutely. Our yeah. safeness is you know make it to corporate America, get that good ass job, mm, like go shit. to school, go to school. Yo, y'all y'all seen Paid in Full, but I, I'm gonna let you go, dog. I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead, go ahead, get your shit off, man. Yeah, I, yo, it it, it kind of. Well, I, I I got back to not to cut you off. I no, got back no, to go, go, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead we were talking ahead. about safety, and I was reading the story. Um, it was I think it was the founder of Squarespace. When he was a sophomore in college, his father gave him a $50,000 loan, air quotes, loan, right? Mm -hmm. Go have fun with it. Go create. Go have fun. Create. You fail, you fail. Boom. If you win, you win. Lessons. Up coming with, with. It's called capital. Listen, man. Lessons. Listen, man. Think about it, though. And we can put ourselves in positions where we can just look at our kids and say, you know what? As a sophomore, I'm going to give you 15000 Get with a developer that you're going to school with. Come up with an app. Let's do something. Create something. I want, I'm giving you this money for you to go create. Yo, yo, two. Half the half that happened with us. I, I, I guess two or three. Well, you also need to talk about business loans as well. Like these banks are quicker to give us college student loans, yeah. Rather than give us. I mean, business that's loans. business. That's business, though, right? You know what yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they get the money. I, I, I guess, I guess two things, right? You mentioned like how often does that happen with us, but like, you know, the one most important thing is that like we are scared. We want to be safe, mm -hmm. but you know, everybody knows. Your, your greatest lessons are learned through failure, failure yeah. right? You you can be on your high horse. I mean, I mean, we seen Coach Carter. You can be on your high horse, right? <laughs> and, and, and and you can be you can be winning games, but they 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 learn the most through hardship, through failure, through losing games, through through losing teammates. You know, through through not working hard enough. So it's like we need that failure. And 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 to that guy's point, you know, he gave his son fifty grand. That's the greatest lesson you can teach your son yeah. because. It's at the same time, right? It's keeping them safe. You gave your son fifty grand to say, "Go out here and be a failure," because even in being a failure, you you're probably going to be more, more profitable than you are if you're a success with using that money. Because yeah. that that motherfucker don't don't know what to do with that fifty grand. No. But guess what? He has he he's now like, all right, I'm not scared to lose this money because my dad told me it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? And 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 as a parent. That's that's the the ultimate lesson you want to teach a child. Yo, it's it's okay to be a failure because you're going to learn from it and become stronger from it. But within our particular community, as a black person, we you don't, can't, even, you can't even do the that. ones that have money. You can't do that. That is that is you, not the case you, a lot of times. I think it's it's ingrained in us to be like, okay, if you want something, you got to go out there and get it. You, you have to be perfect. Yeah. If you Tiger Woods, well, look how quickly that can get snatched from you. No, but the, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You you have to be perfect when you yeah. as soon as you're not perfect. You're done. I mean, yeah, I was watching TV the other day, and they were talking about Stuart Sink. And Stuart Sink, had, he won only one major, the Open Championship, I think in like 2009. And he was like, the only person I was scared of playing was Tiger Woods. It was like literally having Usain Bolt standing next to me, and I'm just another Olympic athlete. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you have to be perfect. But the thing is, it's like, at the end of the day, we think like that. 
it's ingrained in this like just like you're saying but at the end of the day it's not it's it's it's, it's really not like we we have it's it's hard it's hard as hell it's hard as hell to think like that it's hard as hell to get around that but i am not shackled by them their opinions don't matter it's hard to get around it though. well it's one of those things that i think you just have to realize you, it has to be like some type of epiphany that you have to realize that in our culture we kind of grow up with these mental like barriers these mental propaganda like, shackles yeah so like my older mm-hmm. brother told me a long time ago he said life got a lot more interesting and a lot more uh, le- a lot less stressful when I decided to take mm-hmm. off these mental handcuffs not give mm-hmm. a fuck. that was placed on me when mm-hmm. I was younger and I decided to just not give a fuck no more yeah. and just live my life and just do what I wanted to do and not be afraid. And, not, exactly. and, and this goes back to that conversation that we had when we linked up at, at Jolly's that time. Yeah. You know, who's really living? Bro, who's bro, really bro, living? Bro, you know bro. what I mean? We go to work every day, 40 plus hours a week. I, I, owe, I owe them time. I owe them time. Time. I'm, you, you always I mean? losing time. We're, we're making a small percentage of the amount of money that they're charging just to, for us to sit Facts. down. And there's a lot of people out there that's working regular, quote unquote, regular jobs that are living life and enjoying it. You know what I mean? Who's living here? So the, when when we decide, when we finally decide that our definition of success and our definition of happiness has nothing to do with them, because their opinions don't matter, that's when we finally get ahead in life. That's when we're finally going to level up. Real right. That's when we're finally going to level up. And I think I'm, as I get older, I'm starting to realize that. You know, I told y'all in five years, I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I find, I realize like that doesn't make me happy. Working for them, whoever them may be. That's not that's not a goal of mine for, for the rest of my life. Like I can't see myself slaving for another man for the rest of my life. But I have my own goals, I have my own ambitions, and I've decided that that's where I want to be. So I'm going to get there. And, and and at the end of the day, yo, you gotta understand like there there are idols for reason, right? It's for reasons. I'm sorry. There's idols for reasons, right? So when you look up to your people, like you know, I'm just naming a couple of black people. You got you know, Kerry Washington. You got Denzel Washington. You know, you got Beyonce, you got Jay-Z, you know, you got Tiger Woods, you got Michael Jordan, you got all these athletes, LeBron, you got entertainers, you got business people, Oprah, you know, you got Ben Carson, you know, even though I don't fuck with him no more, he's a Republican, (laughs) and he was on that bullshit, but, you know, you you, Charles Drew, you know, they got a bridge named for him in Maryland, right over there by Brooklyn. But like that's the open heart surgery. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. He learned. He said, "Say whatever." Yeah, saved thousands of lives <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of his work with blood and blood yeah. transfusions. But like you know, you got people like that, right? That yo, know, you just gotta think about it. Time at their time, what they're accomplishing, bruh. is astronomical, bro. <sighs> Niggas could not even drink from the same fountain let alone, as white people. Let alone. Bruh. Have somebody in front of you saying, all right, I'm about to open up their chest and go to work. Son, son, yeah. n- niggas, could, you couldn't even go to areas in the city because it was owned by it was owned by white people. Yeah, Yo, don't come here. We're yeah. going to fuck you up, dog. Yeah. And it's like you look at that and, and those people thought the same way we thinking, bro. Yo, we that nobody's going to stop us. Just like your brother told you, I let go of the mental handcuffs. The, the mental shackles and and to be honest for me i i think one of the most important things is is getting in touch with your supreme being yep you know it it, it shakes you it, it it really does it shakes you because you know one of the things i do to free myself I, i'll go running right i'll go running and and i don't i don't stop running until 
I feel tired. And then that's when, the, it, follow me now, I don't mm -hmm. stop running until I feel tired. But once I start breathing heavy, that's when I start running hard. Because that's when you know that God is truly with you, bro. Because when you're done. That's how you get your gains. Right. You, yeah. when, you, when you're done, man, you know, you feel like you can't go no more. Your body's telling you to stop. You're tired. What makes you go? Autopilot. What makes you go? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's that spirit. You it's, channel, you that's, channel that's, that spirit. That's the crazy thing. And if, if you truly think about that, it's like, son, what? Yo, Harriet Tubman free. Yo, Harriet, a black woman not only ran and got free from slaves. And I mean, I'm sorry, from slave owners and masters and all the motherfucking white people who were trying to hold her down. She came back for niggas. Yep. Multiple times. Yeah, multiple. You got. You they got, said she would have done it, and a, she would have saved a lot more. Son, but they was they were scared. Black, they a black know woman. They didn't know they were slaves. A, a black woman at a time, right? Where if you even think about it, even now, the black woman is on the lowest the bottom of the, of the totem pole. The bottom, the yep. bottom of the barrel. Because even black men kind of look at them like, "Oh, you're a woman." Yes. Think, think about that, right? Yep. So this is the bottom of the bottom, yep. helping people get to the top of the top, dog. When, and 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 no, that's what that's what I believe is like. All right, God is hilarious because you know the supreme being they 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 instill will in everybody, but only a couple people really reach you know that that fulfilling life a hundred percent. It's kind of like you know like five percent teaching. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like five percent of the world is enlightened, and five percent we all have like a a, a certain God in us. I'm not saying. God, but we yeah. have we have a spirit in us, saying, and we've yeah. channeled that for hundreds of years, and we've came and we've mean? conquered. You know what I mean? Like when you mentioned all those people that have done great in a time where we weren't even allowed to look at white people in their eyes. Yeah, and well, they overcame all of that. What's our excuse then? You know what I mean? We well, have none. It's, well, we it's have none. none. Well, I would like to answer that as well. Like. There's a lot of people that have what I like to call testicular fortitude. Absolutely. You know, a lot of things that comes from a higher sense of self, higher being, mm -hmm. believing in something greater than yourself. And then a lot of times as well, in combination with that, it's mentorship. Mm -hmm. Somebody above that particular individual laying out the blueprint or somebody saying they, they may not even have experience on where you want to go, but they're able to help you structure that roadmap to get to where you want to go. So somebody can see something in you and say, you know what? If you shine this way, if you turn this particular way, you can go there. So all it, a lot of times, I, one thing I, I've, I've seen in life is a lot of people go far simply because somebody believed in them and took the time to, to, to help them, to push them. And it's more so you go a lot farther based upon your own particular beliefs yeah. and, and yeah. that inspires your courage to go to where you want to go. So I, I think I believe mentorship is another way or having somebody there like a role model yeah. in place is what allows a lot of people, in, you know, to go forward in yeah. life and reach these astronomical measures. Nah, I, so. be, I believe in that, too, man. Yeah. You know, you kind of react when you're a kid, you know, you, you always wanted like that. And you did a good job. That pat on the head. You know, what I mean, that made you, that made you, that gave you that little bit of confidence. Like, damn, all right, I did good. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I can go back and do it again. You know, so we're all kind of seeking like that, that that push, and especially at a young age, you know, during our formative years. But you know, now as an adult, it's like on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you got to place yourself around like-minded people, mm -hmm. and not like-minded think the same, but like-minded is we're pro we want to progress. Yeah. The only thing I want to be around is about people that want to progress. We don't have to 
you know, look at religion the same. We don't have to look at politics the same. We don't have to have to agree with how you know we view ourselves as as people on this on this space. But I just want to be around people that are progressing. You know, what I'm saying pushing forward, and that's why you know. That's why I fuck with y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one day we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the story of how we all met and shit. Yeah. Um on the on, on the pod. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what DU is, bro. Mm-hmm. I've never, <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it. Hey, outtakes, outtakes. <laughs> never heard of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, now nah, this is this is some good conversation, man. Let me check this time. What time are we on? We got a... Uh, Forty-seven minutes in, bro. Yo, can 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 I say something right hey, go quick? Ahead, man. You know, you made a great point about mentorship, but you know, not not that I'm I'm not even going to challenge that. But I would say, um, I mean, for me personally, I think the more important thing is is to have teammates. You have a team, you know, because mentors sometimes, you know, they they give you the blueprint, but at this at the end of the day, like in order for you to be successful, you got to follow it. Yeah. You know, you, you you have to step into that role and not only have the plan, because, you know, we all make plans, right? Yeah. I made great plans. I made millions of plans. But the, the, the main the main part to that is the execution. So it, this is a perfect example. Of that. Well, see, the thing is this. Uh, a mentor can also hold you accountable. They can. They can. So, and, and, and that's why what, what I was saying was, the, you know, the, the I think the greater benefit is, is having a team, right? Because, you know, like. I, two things, two two teams that came to my mind, right? You got Jesus Christ and his twelve apostles, right? Mm-hmm. So like, Jesus Christ would not have been as successful as successful as he was with his twelve apostles, because even when he died in physical form, they went out and they they spread his word, right? Yeah. And then like, you know, I, I'm a big Jay Z head, and then not not to to compare Jay Z to Jesus, none of that, nah. But like you gotta think about it, Jay Z wouldn't been nothing about without Dame Dash about and Biggs. You know what I mean? So it's like and 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 the way they worked as a team, bro, it was it was crazy. Dame's the hustler, you know. Biggs had to connect. Jay Jay was the marketable person, yeah. you know. They all they all brought something to the table. But it was like you gotta think about it, man. Everybody who has ever made has it. Man, Michael Jackson had the Jackson Five. His brothers put his dad pushed him. You can look at LeBron James. He put all his mans in, in place. Son, in place. And, They're and, a team and, going and, forward. And, and guess what? That was LeBron's perfect team, dog. Yeah. They and they they showcased his ultimate ability. And, bro. and I think that's one of our biggest things. Everybody want to be point man. Mm-hmm. When you're willing to accept, yo, I need some help. Exactly. And I'm gonna find people that I trust find to your around me. To get, that's it. Find your role and accept that role. You know what I mean? Like we starting this thing here. You, you might lead one day. You might lead one day. I might lead one day. But it's fine. Mm. As long as we push it towards the same damn goal in the end. Yes. That's all that matters. Hey, yo, that's re- all that matters, Reasonable man. doubt, man. Nobody should fall because everyone will be each other's, other's crutches. crutches dog. That's a fact, that's man. That's it, man. You, that's you, all. You, you fall. You don't fall, bro. Yeah, I we, put on. That we, that's that's means the we best all album, by the way. <laughs> mm, mm, no, no. Nah, nah, it is his best that's album. My, that's, my, that's my favorite I ain't album. Go, I, ain't, yeah. nah, I mean, I can go back and forth, but like, yeah, man. Man, when I'm in the mood, man, you catch me listening to that. That's Hold on, what's your favorite? Between what? Man, I mean, yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jay Z here, man. My, my favorite Jay Z album is Kingdom Come. All right, Jay Z's best album is either Black Album or Reasonable Doubt. Just off the strength. Your I mean, favorite is King. I do the first nigga I've ever heard in history. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that joint had a lot of throwaways, man. It, yeah, 
she's making 400 mil. That's gold. I can't even, I can talk shit about her all I want. My opinions don't matter, by the way. Nobody, my opinions don't matter to nobody. But I'm going to say <laughs> what I say on the truth and shit. So, but like, hey, yo, 400 mil, 18 months, you got to be doing something right. But they, they've mastered, mastering not having talent. They got talent, though. The talent is selling. They have. That's it. No true God-given talent, but that is real. That's. I, I mean, I, I. I don't even know where the. Con- I just had to get that off. Like four hundred mil. People. People live every day to work. You know, nine to five. You know, we was talking about eight to four. You know. You know, my my dad gets up every day, works hard, goes to work, grinding, owes somebody hours. She can probably. Yo, she'll probably show up to a club. I remember back in the day when Paris Hilton had her little show, she was getting paid a hundred grand just to show up at a club. That's sick. That's crazy. Hundred grand. Couple, she ain't even nothing to look at, bro. Couple hours. She ain't even couple nothing hours, to look at. Couple hours, yo. Look, think, think, <laughs> She's garbage. That, no, no, but but think about it though. She she even signed the Young Money at one point. I remember that. That's Boom. wild. I remember that. I remember ain't that. got no talent. It's it's <laughs> yo, no nah, real rap. But she can't rap. She can't sing. She can't nothing. It was Paris Hilton. They knew if they put on a track, no matter how trash she was, William Hung, dude from American Idol, you remember that motherfucker? No matter how trash she was, people going to buy it just to see and hear how trash they were. Yeah. Charlamagne says that shit all the time. He was like, man, I got more haters than, than lovers. He was like, you know, people subscribe to my podcast and listen to me every week just to tweet me, I fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. What you sound on the show is stupid. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot. <laughs> It was like shit, man. Y'all, my spins are still going up. Just, just to argue with them. Just to argue. You listen, just to argue and hate on me. Misery loves company. People like to complain. People like to talk that yeah. shit. At the end of the day, go ahead, continue, please. Okay. Send okay. me I'm, your hate mail. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got the email address. It's, it's, I'm gonna send it out to y'all. So part of my bullshit, but I'm gonna change this mm, this topic. You know, we all. I, pro, like, I like the use of that. We're we're all pro black in here, as you pro can black. tell. However, I'm pro everybody. I love them all. I, I love everybody, but I just it's something about my people, you know. Mm-hmm. I just love my people. So, Especially the women. Though. However, along yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we can also criticize our people in a constructive manner. We can at the same time. So it's just something that's you know been on my chest for a while, and you know, I'm using this outlet to you know, just speak about it. So part of my bullshit, but my people understand. We talked about entrepreneurship, on doing your own thing, owning a business. But my people, when you're owning your own business, when you're running things, can we do things in a certain manner that's what I would call quote unquote professional? I mean, it sounds sound like it's coming from a from a real place. Yeah, like I'm, tell I'm, the story, bro. Go ahead, open up, man. Tell the story, bro. How many? Like, explain, I know, explain professional for me, please. Okay, so professional could be tell the story, man. What happened? What I would call quality customer service. Now, I'm not, I won't go into too many examples, but it's just, I will go out of my way to try to find a black individual who owns a business. I tried to find. Well, you know what? Bump it. I'll, I'll relate some examples. I tried to go see an eye doctor, right? So I went on certain websites, Google, try to find. I found a black eye doctor that was in my particular city that I live in, went to find him. They took forever and a day to see me, put other people in front of me. Bruh. And the place wasn't even packed. I'm the only one. <laughs> Two people came in. And it wasn't no appointment. They just put him in front of me. Like, he really couldn't even explain. And the girl at the front desk, she really couldn't even tell me, like, 
Why niggas skip you? Yeah, why they skip me? Like they even brought me to the back and they were saying something about my particular insurance. You couldn't find the insurance information, you know, and they, you know, put me back in the front. And I'm sitting here and they, they were like really going like for 20 minutes trying to figure out this insurance thing. I'm like, look, I got good insurance. Like, what's going on? You know, and it just like it took forever in a day. And like I just felt like the service was just so trash. I go to a restaurant, like I'm like, okay, you order certain things that you would think would be on the particular menu, and they're not on the menu. Oh, we're, I'm sorry, we're out of that. I'm sorry, we're out of that. Why is that? You know, like it, I feel like I go out of my way to support these businesses, but every time I go to these places, I just feel like a lot of times, not in every situation. But in a lot of times, it's like I don't get the same level of service as if I was to go somewhere else. And I'm not saying that other people treat you better. But I just feel like certain I just feel like when you're going to be in business, you need to operate at a certain level. And I just feel like a lot of you know people in, in our particular community that have these, you know, these these small businesses haven't met that level yet sometimes. So it's just part of my bullshit. But this is something that I'm going on with. And it's just like it really like. Fucks me up, bro. Like it really gets on my last nerve, bro. I feel you, man. So we want to support ourselves, but come on, black folks, we gotta do better. Man. <laughs> we gotta do better. Hey, you know, you you devil's advocate, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a little bit oh. real quick. Like, I I, I think I, you know, I'm pro black now. Like I said, I love my black women, I love my black brothers, bro. The, the thing we do is we we live outside of our means. We produce outside of our means, so we we try to compete with people who have more resources than we do instead of just owning up to what we have and making that the best that we can and then going hit. So, so too many times we see the end goal and we ignore and don't focus on the work that's in between. So that may be why you're not getting a one quality service because they're trying to do too much. And they don't have the resources for it. I call bullshit on it. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so, call. like I said, don't went back to the, the eye doctor. This is like I said, right I was there, there, man. I was there with the fuck out. I was in the middle of the I, 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 I tried. I tried. I tried. White dude came in behind me. Mm. Asian dude came in behind me. Hi, sir. How are you doing, sir? How can we help you? Mm. Yeah, you know, you know, you're walking. Cool. We'll get you back. What is, give me your insurance okay. card and get his brother back. Like ASAP. I'm sitting here, like, sitting. I'm like, bruh, like, you are an entrepreneur. This is your shop. You see me waiting. Like, what's going on, bro? Like, you know? Yeah. And if that's the case, why why aren't your people trained in a certain manner? Like, do you need to invest more in your IT systems? Is it, like, your software? Like, what's going on? And he really couldn't give me any good answers. He's looking at me like, bruh, be patient. And I'm usually a patient cat. Yeah. Usually? When? Oh, I'm usually... Yeah. I'm <laughs> but my thing is, it's like, you know... And, this man has Jamaican. Yes, I am. <laughs> Shout out to the yard. <laughs> and I'm from the South. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> however, like, these people didn't have appointments. Yeah. This was just like walk-ins. So when I saw this going on, I feel like I, a lot of these situations, like, some of these business owners are quicker to treat people that they don't identify with mm-hmm. with a greater level of service mm-hmm. than they treat their own. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're looking at me or not just me, or looking at people within our community like, oh, they just want to hook up. You just want to hook up. They whatever. know you're going to stay. They, you know? they feel like they know you. Bro. And, 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 they, you know, they know you're going to stay and they know you're not going to complain. See, mm-hmm. white people white people send that email. They'll send that email to corporate. They'll send that email they'll, to Fox they'll, 5 they'll, News. That is true. They'll leave and they'll send leave that email. They'll leave and send an email. Because they ain't going... You, 
They ain't going to come to your face, bro. We're going to get on. our shit off, yell at a couple niggas, and then they're leaving, <laughs> and that's it. Don't follow up yeah. with the shit. They, yeah. they, they might screenshot you. They might they might text their friends. Look at Yelp, dog. Who leave the most Yelp reviews? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's true. Look at, look at, all right, let's do a poll. Any of y'all niggas ever left a Yelp review? Fuck no. Nah, I ain't never did it. I ain't never left one I, I just go there and I look at Yelp. And look at, like, I look at right. the, and listen, I look at them happy-ass white people read <laughs> <laughs> their reviews. It's funny because when you go in there, like, you know, D.C. is obviously wow. super gentrified now, right? Yeah. So you look mm. at some of these places and they'll be like, well, the food was great, but it was in a sketchy neighborhood. No, no, no. The neighborhood is sketchy. You, you sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're right. You sketchy. You're, you're the one that's out of place. Yeah. yeah. They, saw, yeah. they saw like two black people walking down 8th Street right, going right, to Red Rocks. Right. They was like, oh my God. What, what's what's where, about where, where, where we at? <laughs> where we at? Yeah. What, what's sure, what's going on? Anyway. All right, man. I got my shit to get off, man. I had to cut, I had to cut one of my friends off this week, man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. That's some bullshit. bullshit for the week. No, this is my part of my bullshit for the week. My uh, one of my niggas, I know him since I was about fourteen, fourteen years old. He worked, you know, we all work work at the same place. He actually referred me to my job, and it's crazy because if we look at our resumes, it's damn identical. He's referred me to places. I referred him. Bouncing back and forth, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I just know him. It's my man. Anyway, um, when he got me on where we at now, he referred me, so we got you know a nice little bonus came with that. Like, good luck. You put me on. Take that, right? A week before I started, I used to work with this white dude at my last job. And he hated it just like me. So I was like, yo, I'm about to start at this new company. I'm going to refer you when I get there. Let's get the hell out of here, right? I could have waited a week. But I talked to my man. I was like, yo, do me a favor. Instead of waiting, just patch my man's resume for me. You know what I'm saying? Send it through as a referral. I was like, yo, and just in case, this is the conversation. I was like, yo, but just in case you do get on, let me just get that referral bonus. Because, yeah, he my man. You don't even know this dude, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. My man got on. The dude actually ended up getting on the job. Every, like, once, like, at least once a month, he would hit me like, yo, did you ever get that um that referral bonus? I was like, nah, but I don't care about the money. I just want to see you win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad that you're getting in a better position because mm-hmm. that's the type of person I am. If I can help you, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do me a solid, I'm going to do you a solid. I'm one of the people don't that matter what color. don't matter what color. That energy, man, You, I put out the energy that I want to get gender. back. Or gender. So anyway, randomly last week, this was like about a week and a half ago, I woke up to a text and my man was like, yo, do you got the cash app? Ooh, cash app. I was like, nah, I don't got no cash app. Just random. It was like six o'clock in the morning. You, you ain't got the cash app? You know, I'm a Venmo nigga, yo. Come on, yo. Venmo, man. Yo, cash, cash app, bro, next day. <laughs> Is it better than Venmo? Yeah, I use both, man. You you gotta be hip, man. Like, oh, shit. Too many things with access to your. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's fun. We gonna have to talk Choose about it. We'll, we'll bring this back. We bring it. Yeah, we will talk about I'm this offline. Out there. Just but go ahead. Yeah. Sing. So anyway, so I you know what I'm saying. I got to work and I emailed him. I was like, Yo, like, what you need cash app for? Like, what you talking about? He was like, Oh yeah, they just paid me the twelve hundred um, from referring old boy. So I was like, All right, bet, bet. All right, I was like, Well, I don't got cash app. I got PayPal. So you go ahead and send it to me. Dude was like, Yeah, I'm gonna send you four hundred. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, nigga, you just got twelve hundred, and we talked about it before. You know what I'm saying you said you was gonna send me the, you know, send me the whole thing. A man said, "Yo, I ain't gonna lie to you. My kids about to go back to school, so they need um, I need to go back to school shopping for them." I seen the email. I was like, kids gotta go, and I feel crazy going back and forth for people about money because I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's the principle, and, I that's, do. and that's what I'm getting. Now I care about it, but I'm saying it's my man. If my boy would, if my man would have came to me and said, like, honestly, like, son, I'm hurting. Can I just hold it? I'd be like, look, have it. Because I'm not missing it. It's not coming out of my paycheck. It's money I wasn't even expecting. I just wanted to see my other boy get on. That's all, right? Damn. So anyway, I, listen, listen, it get better. So we rapping, we rapping, going back and forth. 
he, I was like, yo. He was like, well, let's just split it 600. I said, nigga, send me the whole 1200. That's my bread. What are you talking about? This nigga said, yo, you don't even deserve it because when I got you on, not only did you get a signing bonus, but you also got a salary increase, and I didn't. Nigga, what does that mean? I, nigga, I looked at that email. What does that mean? I looked at that email. I studied that jump for about two <laughs> minutes. Didn't he get a referral bonus? Nigga, I read that email for about two minutes, and that came back to me. I said, no, you just got you got five racks off me. He, but wait, hold on. Time out. He said he didn't get a salary increase? He, they, when he came from his last job, they, they, his salary stayed the same. But, but Question number one, whose fault is that? I was about to get into that. My bad. No, no, no. Just, whose fault is that? That. All of that is personal. Personal. That means you that's can't negotiate. Singular. That, that means he can't negotiate. If you didn't get a salary increase, that's on you. But that, go ahead. That's on you. No, I'm, I'm, we're on the same. No, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. So the nigga said, out of curiosity, out of curiosity, I read that joint. I replied back to him. I said, damn, so that sounds like a personal problem. You should have negotiated that a little bit better. But I said, out of curiosity, how much you think I deserve out that twelve hundred? Just to ask. Keyword here is deserve. You know, I wanted to throw mm, that in and fuck him up. Deserve. You know what this nigga said? How much you worth? This nigga said, oh, for for you probably should only get about four hundred. Mm, what? Hold on. That's a that's a third. Cause said you should only get about four hundred. Thirty three point three. Nigga, I sent that joint. I sent that joint over to a couple people, and it was like, yo, what kind of shit is this nigga on? No, I have no clue. Mind you, I know this nigga since I was 14 years old. That's one That's of my just one of my closest friends, dog. <laughs> one of my closest friends. Bruh. One of, yeah, 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 yeah. One of my closest friends, dog. That's I'm going Chiquita. back and forth with him, and I'm like, yo, I can't get, I can't get how I want to get over the work email because I'm on, I'm on the, you know, the work drug because you know I can't, you know I can't get to my shit at work. <laughs> So I can't even, yeah, I can't call him and like just go off like I want to. So we go back and forth on email. And at some point I said, you know what, man? You got you got to let people have it sometimes, though. Listen, that's what I did. Because they going to walk on you. Hold on, listen. You're not going to, I don't let niggas walk on you. Y'all know me enough now. I ain't no pushover. You know what I'm saying? But this is what I did. I thought about it. I sat back. I thought about it. I talked to a couple people. And I said, you know what, man? In this situation, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let the devil win this one. The devil never win. The devil ain't gonna win this one. Ever. So I replied back to him. I said, hey, I said, hey, yo, send me that four hundred. Keep the eight hundred. Nigga, as soon as I said that, you know, I got to reply back to him in like ten seconds. I said, bet, confirming. I said, yo, keep the. I was like, yo, send me the four hundred. Nigga replied back so quick. It was like, bet, I got you. I got the email to PayPal within fifteen seconds of that, which told me he already had it set up. That's crazy. Let me ask you something, though, bro. This is what I was thinking about as you were going. Nigga had that, John. His mind was already made up. Oh, yeah. Of course. But um, my question is, like, now, please clarify why you didn't push through the referral yourself. Because I was. So basically what happened, I was about to leave my old joint. So I was trying. And the dude that I was working with, I was like, I was a team lead on a project that he was on. It was Mm -hmm. just me and him. So I want to say team lead. I was just really the senior. Mm -hmm. I fucked with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm going to try to get you out of here faster. So instead of, I didn't wait a week. Mm-hmm. I told my man to do it for me. But mind you, this is like my brother. This ain't just a friend. This is a nigga I consider my brother. Yeah, he yeah. go to my mom's house, eat dinner with my folks. My mom always gets school supplies for his sons. Mm-hmm. This ain't a, this ain't just a regular nigga. This is my man. Yeah, yeah. mom gets school supplies for his my sons. Dog, sons with an S. With an S. With an S. I was just with my, I told you I went to my little sister going away joint. Yeah. While I was there, my mom was like, "Yo, you need is anybody any you know need any school supplies?" I was like, "Nah, they good. I don't know nobody. They good." This is my this is my brother. That's, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my brother. 
So he sent me the joint. I said, cool. Like I told y'all before, I'm big on energy. Whatever you do to people, that shit is going to come back. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be a week. Universe. But eventually that shit, the universe work like that. It's hey, going to come back to you, right? Balance, I'm in a very happy, I'm in a very good position in my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm happy. Everything working good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm moving forward. You know, even though y'all always hear me venting about my white team leads and all that. You know, white women, I'll be saying, <laughs> I'll talk about that another day. But y'all notice, yeah. it's been a week. I ain't vent on them yet. Yeah. I ain't, I've been good this week. But anyway, yeah. I'm one of them niggas that's... Whatever you do to me is it's gonna come back to drops. you. Yeah, this nigga's hilarious, right? We gonna have to like <laughs> chop some of them joints. Have a button for that joint. But so anyway, so he sent me the bread. I let let it rock. So I, when I got out to my car, you let it get toasty for a little bit. Let it, I let it chill mm, because at that boy. point, at that point, at that point, pause. Let it get rock. Ooh, pause that. But at that point, I already realized. <laughs> Super pause. At that point, I already realized, like you said, the nigga already had his mind made up. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that, oh, so you must be going through something, but you're not mad enough to say what it is. Have it, bro. And I'm I'm the type of nigga, I would have been like, yo, matter of fact, keep that 400 too. I don't need that little measly shit. Fuck, keep it, right? Anyway, I get to my car, I turn my phone on, I text him. I'm like, yo, well, uh, yo, as somebody I consider my brother, I would never... Think that you would do some shit like that to me, and it ain't even about the bread. It's about the morals the principle, and the yeah. principle and the ethic behind it's that. Your word. Yeah. You word throw some good. shit in my face that I didn't even remember, nigga. I didn't even remember they gave me a crazy signing bonus. I didn't remember that shit because yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I was moving into a better into a better position. Mm-hmm. So why are you counting your pockets? So that's that's the other part of the text. I yeah. said, dog, you count my pockets at that. I said, yo, what kind of nigga? What kind of nigga is that? Yeah. What kind of nigga does that? Blah blah blah. Fast forward. I said, yo. And if that's the type of nigga you is, that's not the type of nigga I need to have in my life. So go ahead and just go ahead. We don't need to communicate no more. Now, mind you, like I said, I know this nigga since I was 14. I'm about to be 29 next month. You know that nigga did not reply to my text message? That nigga ain't replied back to my message, dog. If you was my man like that, like how we, you know, we was. You've been rocking with him for since 14. You faced that. Yeah. You faced that. Regardless of what, you faced that. You reply back to the nigga and be like, yo. X, Y, and Z, or nigga, you could have replied back and said, "All right, nigga, fuck you." When I see you was on site, you could have yeah. said, "You could have said anything," mm-hmm. but a nigga didn't reply back. And he knew he was wrong anyway. It's, it's, there's really no the one. There's no excuse, and it's like no matter what he tells you, it's, it's not going to be. It would never suffice, you know, your opinion on what happened. It so will not. Like, so he's he, it's wrong. Uh, me personally, I would have took that six hundred, you know, personally, bro. But uh, I t- yeah, I mean, I took the <laughs> but, bread. But, but I'm saying, saying, but it's the, the yeah, you know what I'm the saying. Whole, the whole, yeah, I would have just took the six hundred and just cut him off, like yo, that's 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 just messed up. You know, but, it's wild. But the principle behind that though, like he didn't say anything back because he just he know he was in the wrong. wrong. So it's like yeah. there's nothing you can do to. I think he was just he was willing and ready just to cut off this uncomfortable situation as soon as possible. And run from you know it's wild though. If he would have sent me the twelve, I'd be like, son, keep some. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it. You you did me a solid because I could have done it myself. Yeah, if you'd have been like, yeah, my son's about to go back to school. I'm kind of strapped right now. It's just me because I mean, he, he did just you know leave his joint, so it's just him. Just cool. I know that. Mm-hmm. Keep it 100. Tell me. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm you know I'm not a shy, dirty type nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been through mad shit together. We've been stand up through all kind of stuff, but the nigga did me dirty. So that's what I wanted to just get off for real, for real. So you know what I'm saying? We'll give an update to that if the nigga ever replied back to my uh, back to my text message. But oh, this was our yeah. first one. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see how this comes out. I had a great time with y'all. Great enlightening conversation. Inaugural. So look, man, the truth just poured us all a shot at Duce. This is like a double shot, man. Mm. 
Elissa, man. Yeah, cup bigger than mine. I wonder why he was looking at me while yeah. I was sleeping. I didn't realize we was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, we tried to save these joints, dog. Like, put the liquor hey, listen, man. Here's, 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 <laughs> here's the first one, man. First right, of many. Yeah, real. Cheers. So going in. You know, support me being black businesses. businesses. Support black businesses. Don't listen to me. Do you? Anyway, you know, we like to uh, <laughs> clap. Clap it up. Round of applause. We like to, you know, to leave you all at the end of our show, you know, just... A little vibe or a little jam that we heard earlier today. DJ Remy Hendrix. You know, I like I like to mess with the turntables a little bit. And this is what we're going to call vibe of the day. You know, so we just, we're going to leave y'all with that. And while you're listening to that, jam to that and bump that in your rocks. And we out. Peace. First I beat it from the back, she on top now She used to wanna leave, but she not now She used to wanna be with you, but nigga not now It's kinda funny how she put herself a lockdown And now you talking that blah, blah, blah I'm up here rolling that la, la, la Scared it to her, made it scream, da, da, da And now you wanna act all, blah, 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 blah. That girl, you should know